the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Markets get another boost of tax reform optimism. You may need a booster shot for the flu this year because it has wreaked havoc on people. The GOP's tax bill hasn't passed yet, but it's expected to by the end of the week. There's not a lot happening in the world of finance this week, so we're going to focus on it. Twas the week before Christmas, and all through the stock market, not a lot happening. A lot of people start packing up, a lot of people start heading home, a lot of people start getting that little Santa cheer going, Hanukkah, time off, whatever, last second shopping. It's all baked into the cake, so to speak. Um, optimism surrounding the potential passage of the tax reform plan. It's getting an, you know that, that extra push right now. Now, on one hand, we know it's going to stimulate the economy probably 1.5%. It's probably going to stimulate wages probably 1.5%. It's going to punish some states more than others. It's going to help some states more than others. It's uh, one of the downsides of living in a country where that's so big with so many diverse regions is having a federal plan is never going to even come close to not uh, being ideal. It's just not going to be ideal. So the poor people in West Virginia are very different than the poor people in Southern California. Very different than the poor people in Mississippi. So... Tax reform, we're going to borrow a lot of money from the future to enjoy the now, to get those boosts in the economy, boost in wages. And there's always going to be questions on, is that boost enough to generate more taxes? Or what happens when there's a slowdown? We're going to be adding the deficit is the expectation, and therefore we're going to be watering down our dollars. I'm not responsible. Peak speaking Republican or Democrat, I'm speaking father right now. As a young boy, I looked at the national debt clock in Times Square, and it freaked me out, seeing how fast our debt's rolling up. As a father, I look at it right now, and it freaks me out, knowing that at some point in time, you have to pay your bills. And the United States does a really good job of paying our bills by printing money and saying, we'll pay that later. That's in theory, going to be a problem at some point in time. Probably not my lifetime. Maybe my kids. Campbell Soup is buying Snyder's Lance for $4.9 billion. Hershey is buying Amplify Snack Brands for approximately $1.6 billion. Oracle announced the acquisition of Australian company Econics for $1.2 billion. Penn National Gaming is buying Pinnacle Entertainment for $2.8 billion. Humana, a big healthcare company, is uh, in the works by private equity firm, um, public traded company that a private equity firm has a lot of equity in, Kindred Healthcare. Uh, 
There's five merger Mondays. Mergers and acquisition activity typically happens on Mondays. Attorneys all huddle together on weekends before a story could leak. If they're trying to do the deal on a Wednesday and the stock market's open and the stock spikes, you know, uh uh-oh. Stocks don't spike on weekends because there's no trading. So the S&P 500 should be up 20% for the year. Wow. Six months ago, it was up 8.7%, so it's been a pretty even push up. The recent gains have a lot of fundamental backing. It's not just the favorable seasonal factors. It's the friendly monetary policy. It's the sector rotation. It's the fear of missing out on further gains. It's a little bit of a momentum trade that people are playing into. It's a little bit of fundamentals. The fear of being a party to a major sell-off and seeing your investments go lower just isn't that concerning for most people right now. Whether it be cryptocurrencies, whether it be the stock markets, or whether it be the house that you own, no one's really worried about down years right now. I'm putting together a piece for television today that I'm like, um, things are good. Things are good. Markets are hitting highs. Um, cryptocurrencies are hitting highs. Stock market's hitting highs. Housing is hitting highs. Things are good. But with that being said, it's been a long time. It's been nine years since a down housing market, since a down stock market. It's been a long time. And after the tax cut, sprucing up some growth and us saying, well, there's better growth, so we'll buy more stocks. Well, once that growth starts to get factored in, will we now say, where's the next set of growth coming from? Or will we just go with it and go, awesome. Or will some people start the selling barrage? Apple says the AirPod orders placed on Monday won't be delivered until January. So AirPods have sold out for the holidays. Thus, people who are on eBay are offering the 159 earphones for 200 or more dollars. Um, good time to be Apple, right? Not only is there big demand for the 10, which is a $1,000 phone, they've got a $14,000 MacBook Pro out, which I don't know how that's going to do. But their AirPods and accessory sold out. It's a good time to be Apple. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money investing and or more. Big retirement income strategies event coming up January 11th, 630 to 830, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's the first event of 2018. Wow. Always feels weird seeing the years change, doesn't it? Do you remember when you used to write a lot of checks? And you always get the year wrong at this time of year. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. Uh, you can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. We're only going to limit the number of free passes this year. So if you want to get a free pass, sign up and use the code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. I know it's early to start planning 2018, but if you're going to be in Palo Alto near the Elks Lodge um, on a Thursday evening, uh, good time to sign up for sure. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Bitcoin is really interesting because I'm now starting to hear some more commentary from politicians and from country banks. And um, Bitcoin's going to be a niche asset for tech nerds, the privacy-obsessed, and criminals. Bitcoin will get crushed if 
I think it'll do well if you're able to start using Bitcoin at 7-Eleven, if you're able to start using Bitcoin to use your, fill up your gas tank. So we don't really know the regulation at this point in time. What if Denmark says, we're going to ban Bitcoin? We don't want, we think only criminals use Bitcoin. Connus argues that issues around regulation, volatility, transaction speed, and cost, and lack of intermediaries will hold Bitcoin back in the long run. But in the short run, everyone wants. Can it go higher? Yeah. Can it collapse? Yeah. Uh, that's not my kind of play, but then again, it's a super winner this year, and I've had a great year, but I try, to, try not to compare myself to other super winners, you know? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. It's going to be the week where we really focus on the tax Trump plan. Is it, do we call it the tax Trump plan when it's really Congress is putting it together? But Trump and real estate investors are going to get a last-minute perk in the tax bill. And this is interesting because Senator Corker, who dropped opposition, said he wasn't aware of the change. And yet, we think it's going to get through. Lawmakers are scrambling to lock up Republican support for the tax reform bill. Added a complicated provision late in the process, one that would provide a multi-million dollar windfall to real estate investors such as Donald Trump. The change, which would allow real estate businesses to take advantage of new tax break that plan for partnership limited liability corporations other so-called pass-through businesses. It combined elements of the House and Senate legislation in a new way. Its beneficiaries are clear. They include a president who said the tax legislation would help him financially. This last-minute provision will significantly benefit the ultra-wealthy real estate investor, including the president and lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, resulting in timely tax reduction gift for the holidays. Ordinary people who invest in rental real estate will also have benefits. Um, the revision might also bring tax benefits to several members of Congress. So Bob Corker of Tennessee, who voted against an earlier version of the legislation, said on Friday that he would support the revised legislation. But he was interviewed on Saturday about his change of heart, and he said it has nothing to do with the real estate investor's angle. Uh, he went as far as to say he didn't even know it was in there. And yet he is supporting this tax bill. Oh, good God. Uh, now, last week, Trump said the tax bill would hurt him personally. This week, it's a different story. Um, if you look at Trump's businesses, many of Trump's most lucrative businesses generate income from rents and leases. Trump Tower in Manhattan is an obvious, with offices and retail stores as well as condominiums generating $14 million of net operating income on $33 million of revenue in 2016. So, a last-minute change to the tax bill, which combined with a capital investment approach that the House favored with its tax cut uh, mechanism would, in fact, free up a 20% deduction on pass-through business income that would have been off-limits to many real estate firms under the Senate bill. This is politics, man. It's like sausage-making, right? It's not pretty. Washington's made things worse. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, get a little financial planning opinion from Mr. Burton in a quick segment, potentially. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. You can also find him here on this radio station, New Focus 
on wealth with Chad Burton, one to two, Monday through Fridays here on KDOW 1220. So let's talk annuities. With bond rates still very low, annuity sales are rapidly increasing and being sold as bond alternatives. Good idea, bad idea. Who should consider this? Well, if you're you know approaching retirement, let's say you're 55 uh, in retirement up to about age 75, and I'm not talking about tax-free bonds in your taxable accounts, but bond allocations for your retirement accounts. There are some decent bond alternatives um, that are out there. The problem is, is that all the areas that I see where annuity sales are rapidly increasing are all these commission-based brokers sold where people get their money tied up for like seven to 10 years. And the only time that these are really good alternatives, Rob, is when their guaranteed lifetime income is okay. better than potential bond income. And the return that you can get is better potential than current bond environment. Okay. So, so what would that number be? Like 3% guaranteed? 4 to 5%. Okay. Four to so five. 4 to 5%. So once the 10-year treasury hits about 45 to 5%, you might change your mind and want out of these products. Okay. And you have to have the flexibility to do that. And most products don't allow that. Okay. So explain a guaranteed life withdrawal benefit. Yeah. How does G- that work? GLWB is what they... That's, it's almost every company uses that on their brochures as GLWB, right? Guaranteed cool. lifetime withdrawal benefit. I want to cry. That's intimidating. So it, it's essentially, it's longevity insurance. When people want to pull 4 or 5% of their portfolio, you know, those numbers were created in the 90s when rates on bonds were much higher and people didn't live as long. Right. So what if you do live till you're 100, 120, like <laughs> some people actually have? What happens is if you have a, a portfolio, whether it's in an indexed type of a product or a balanced portfolio of stocks and bonds, what they say is, let's say you run out of money, the portfolio is drawn down to zero at age 80 and you still have 25 years to live. The insurance company then kicks in and starts paying you for the rest of your life as long as you live, even though your portfolio is at zero. There's some people thinking that we are going to be modifying modifying genetics in the next 10 years and we may live a lot longer. Right. What do you think is going to happen in the insurance industry if things like that play out? What's interesting is your rates would actually go down. The longer that people live, the more period of time that they're paying premiums in. Yeah. Um, and they, they just build up a portfolio of conservative bonds to support all of their policies. So when people live longer, <clears throat> they pay premiums for a higher, a longer period of time, and your rates could actually go down. So how are the returns calculated in these income annuities? Like how how are they knowing they can't afford to be wrong? Yeah. Well, and essentially what they're insuring, too, is is a very low risk, right? Because there hasn't been a 10-year period in our history, even from 97 or 98 to 2008 or 99 to 2009, where a balanced portfolio of stocks and bonds has lost money. So the risk is actually quite low. But what these things do is say, okay, since my income for life is higher than bonds, it'll allow me to take my bond money and take a little bit more aggressive approach with it. So the returns are either in the index to form where they say, okay, you can get a certain amount of the upside of the S&P 500. So if the S&P 500 does like 20%, you might get five. So you get a cap of the okay. movement of the S&P 500. No dividends, and just that's a, a bad cap. thing, right? No, it's better than bonds right now. Okay. Because bonds pay three. All you need is a couple of years of good market average market returns right. to beat three to five years worth of a bond fund or a CD rate. But what if the market goes up 30% and you're capped at 6%? 
where you're not comparing it to a stock portfolio. You're comparing uh, it to bonds. Okay. So but it's never going to beat the stock market in the long run. It's a bond alternative. Okay, but you see where my mind goes. Yeah, because you're thinking of in terms of stocks. It's not a wealth-building tool for young people. Mm, you caught me. So um, the annuities are horrible for young people. Um, so you can have an index return where it's a cap rate. So if the market goes up 20%, you might get 5 market goes down 20%, you just get 0 that year. Um, or you can have an insured portfolio. We have a, a mix of stocks and bonds. And an insurance company will say, if this portfolio ever goes to zero, we'll kick in and continue the 4 to 5% for life, whatever age you are. Um, variable annuities, unless you already have one, are because of these new insured portfolio options, or it's an annuity without being an annuity contract, um, you don't really need variable annuities anymore. So you should get out of those. If you have one, email it to me, and I'll tell you what the fees are and how much you could save by, by getting out of it. Briefly, how are beneficiaries taxed on annuities? Well, that's the thing is that, you know, if it's an IRA, if you used IRA money to buy the annuity, they can roll it into an inherited IRA. But this is why you don't use taxable money for annuities, because if you die with an annuity in a taxable account or a non-qualified account, your heirs pay the taxes at their bracket, Gotcha. where you could have pulled some of the money out and you might be, you know, 80 years old and only at 15% bracket. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Um, let me do one quick thing. I'm writing a quick note to my TV producers. I'm really busy right now. That's right, Jack! <laughs> Sorry. It's interesting. You have deadlines that you have to work with. I'm very important. Uh, wait, wait. So let me explain how, how this works. So I do three stories every day on Cron, and then I do a viewer email. And the first story is going to be all about the tax, uh, about the markets at highs. Um, third, second story is all going to be about the tax plans. And the third story is going to be all about, um, uh, Star Wars. Now, that seems pretty obvious, but in TV, you have to let everyone know everything you're going to do. It's very well, it's a well-crafted dance. It's right the way of saying that. And in this case... The tax plan that I want to talk about is complicated. So, saying, you know, the markets are at record highs across the world today. And then I, you know, I'm like, what else can I add in there? There's five major acquisitions today. What else can I add in there? Uh, well, my second story is going to be all about the tax plan and the ramifications of how the tax plan is going to play out and what that means for you and me and the winners and losers of it all. So, for me, I want to make the visual very simple for the audience. The winner, President Trump and his family in the tax plans. Big corporations, multimillionaires, private equity managers, private schools, um, liquor business, architects and engineers, tax accountants and lawyers, individual taxpayers, um, the elderly are losers, the low-income families are losers, owner of high-end homes are losers, people in high-property tax, high-income states, uh, Puerto Rico, and the IRS. The IRS has been underfunded for so many years. Um, 
A lot of backstabbing in the news game. I mean, you have to watch your back. So, um, you, I think in TV, it's a very visual thing. So if you start talking about who the winners are, President Trump, big corporations, multimillionaires, private equity managers, private schools, liquor business, architects and engineers, tax accountants, lawyers. Losers are people buying health insurance. Uh, when you start doing that, people get lost in the details. Now, the details to me aren't that difficult to throw out there when you see them. So President Trump is a big winner in the new tax plan. A lot of industries are going to benefit from the Republican tax overhaul. None more dramatically than people who have made money in commercial real estate. Mr. Trump, along with his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who is part owner of his real estate firm, are going to benefit from lower taxes on so-called pass-through income, which is money earned by partnerships and other types of businesses, who income is passed through to its owner and taxed at individual tax rate. So big corporations cutting the tax rate from 35 to 21%. Um, a lot of multinational companies have accumulated nearly $3 trillion in offshore money as well, and they're going to be allowed to repatriate that at a lower tax rate. So as they bring that money home, it'll be taxed somewhere between 8 and 15.5%. That's far lower than 35% corporate rate tax now. Who else are winners? Multimillionaires. An exemption for states that owe what Republicans call the death tax was lifted to $22 million from $11 million. Now, that doesn't much matter to people like Charles Koch, who's a billionaire, but it means a big tax cut for people with estates worth tens of millions of dollars. Um, private equity managers. Donald Trump railed against wealthy investment managers who, thanks to the so-called carried interest loophole, pay taxes on the majority of their pay at a lower capital gains rate. Um, other winners, private schools. Parents would be eligible to use a you know, tax-preferred savings plan known as a 529 plan, to save for their children's elementary and secondary education. Right now, those savings plans are only eligible for college, but they would be expanded to allow for up to $10,000 a year for private tuition <clears throat> and religious schools. The liquor business is going to be a big winner. Right now, excise taxes for small brewers and distillers are reduced in the final agreement. Again, we don't know if this all gets through. Those industries are dominated by the entrepreneurial small business um, that often are based in rural areas. Architects and engineers are going to do well. Um, how will they benefit from the new pass-through provision if they structure their business a certain way? Um, who else would win? Tax accountants and lawyers. Um, man, trying to... Steve Forbes once talked about a flat rate tax. And he said, we could eliminate the IRS. We could save the country billions of dollars by eliminating the IRS. Put a lot of accountants out of business too, right? My taxes are crazy. Trump once called it a dream to put the tax preparation services out of business by simplifying the tax code. And this is just going to make it worse. So tax preparers are sure to see a boom, a boom, a boom, boom, boom in business. Advising clients on how to restructure uh, their employment and compensation arrangements to take advantage of lower tax rates. Losers, um, people who buy health insurance in the tax plan. With the repeal of the individual mandate, some people who currently buy health insurance because they're required by law to do so, um, will go without it. Healthier people are more likely to drop their insurance, leaving insurers stuck with the people who are older and ailing. That makes the average insurance premium on the individual market go up by about 10%. Um, all told, it's expected about 13 million fewer Americans are projected to have health coverage. But, you know, these are all projections right now. Who else is a big loser in the tax plan? Um, individual taxpayers. 
stay under the $1.5 trillion limit for new deficits uh, set by the lawmakers. They opted to make the cuts for individuals and families temporary, expiring at the end of 2025, even as the corporate tax cuts will be permanent. Republicans are counting on a future Congress to extend the lower rate, as has happened in the past. Because in 2025, um, tax rates will go back up, and you'll vote for the person maybe who will say, I'm not going to let them go back up. I'm going to keep them as they are. That's the thought. A big loser in the new tax plan is the elderly, old people. Now, you're darn tooting old people. Like, uh, what are they going to do to them? (laughs) That's my buddy. So he uh, cleans the, the floors at KDOW. The elderly are going to be big losers. Um, a 2010 law requires that any legislation that adds to the federal deficit be paid by spending cuts, increases in revenue, or other offsets. Some of those cuts would be automatic. The biggest program to be affected is Medicare. The health insurance program for the elderly. Dozens of other programs are likely to be cut as well, but Medicare, which would face a 4% cut, is by far the biggest. Um, now, Republicans say that rule will be waived, and it'll have bipartisan support. But there's a lot of, like, well, in 2025, the rule goes back. Oh, by the way, uh, there's going to be a mandatory 4% cut in uh, Medicare. But we as a group have to say that we're going to waive it. Look, this is a country that has too many people in it. This is a country that has too many elderly people on uh, government-assisted programs. This is a country that has too many poor people on government-assisted programs. And how do you pay for it all? Lowering taxes? on corporations and individuals and hope that that spinning growth is enough of a tax spit off to fund them, these programs still? No, because in the deal it says we're going to cut Medicare 4% unless we agree not to cut it. Does that even make sense? It's almost like the Patriots of the Steelers saying, we agree we're not going to really play football for 58 minutes and then we're going to play the last two minutes like we really want to win. And Sorry. we'll let you... We'll let you win for the first 58 minutes if you let us win in the last two. Like, this tax plan makes no sense at times. Uh, Other losers in the tax plan, low-income families. Um, Low-income families who claim the earned income tax credit will lose out on $19 billion of the coming decade. A new requirement that families claiming the child tax credit provide a Social Security number is projected to mean a big reduction in families claiming it. Since those who are not in the United States legally would be prohibited, even if their children were born in the United States. Owners of high-end homes would be affected. Um, Under the current law, the interest on mortgages for first and second homes is deductible for the first million. The overall would cut that to the first $750,000 and eliminate the owner's ability in the current law to deduct the interest on home equity loans up to $100,000. This could drive down home prices in some high-end markets. Good for prospective buyers, but bad for prospective sellers. Who else would be hurt? If you're in a high-income state, homeowners in um, New York, New Jersey, California would be big losers. They particularly will have, uh, you know, they have high property taxes. Their ability to deduct their local property tax and state and local income taxes from their federal tax bills now capped at 10000 In some cases, that could be offset by lower tax rates on their income. The IRS is going to get hurt in this deal because... They don't have the staff. They've been underfunded, and there's going to be a, a raft of new laws. Puerto Rico is looking to, for an exemption from some new taxes because they have a frail economy, and they get no forgiveness here. It's interesting trying to figure this out. It almost makes your head hurt, or maybe I just have a cold. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things investing, financial, monies, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. That's Rob Black Show. Don't forget, i got a big new event coming up January 11th, 630 to 830 in Palo Alto Elks Lodge. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I always have events coming up. This is the Bleachers. Got to see them live in 2017. Small highlight. We all have to have happy places. What is yours? Beaches, mountains, music. Mine's music and mountains. One of the things I loved about moving to California from the East Coast was the hills. And whenever I go leave and I go somewhere flat, I come back to California, I'm like, ah, the hills. Whether it's the hills that you could see you know, outside of Fremont or on 101 when you're driving through Marin, the hills, for me. Um, but then you get more even spectacular when you go to Hawaii and you see the volcanoes and the mountains, or you go to Tahoe and you see the mountains, or Breckenridge and Vail. Oh, good gosh. This movie is 55 years old, I think. And I think we all know it, right? I don't know if anyone's ever watched it all the way through in one sitting. I think I've seen the whole movie, but pieces here and there, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. You can always find me online at robblackshow.com. Um, i got some tickets to give away. I'm trying to find my copy real quick. Uh, there it is. Uh, two sets of tickets. A pair of tickets to see the Shin Yun Friday, December 29th at 7.30. San Jose Center for Performing Arts. Holidays are right around the corner. What better way to celebrate than a night with Shin Yun? So there's two... Shin Yun's going to be in the area. It's a traveling show. They're going to be December 28th through 30th at the San Jose Center of Performing Arts. And then they're going to pack their stuff up and they're going to set up shop at the San Francisco War Memorial Opera House January 1st through 7th. Find a show near you or bring the whole family. Is it kdow.biz? It's kdow.biz. Shenyun, I've got two sets of two tickets. Call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Flamboyant, irreverent, over the top. Um, it's pretty cool. Shenyun has a mini drama piece that draws upon stories and legends of China. Now, China's a pretty old history. You know, it's pretty old sets of dynasties. and It's moved through the centuries. Uh, on an interesting, colorful level. From the Tang and Song dynasties all the way to the modern day. A unique feature of Chinese civilization. It's all tied up in Xinyun vast source material. So, uh, two sets of free tickets to the San Jose Center for Performing Arts, December 29th. In between Christmas and New Year's, 7.30 p.m. You get a pair of tickets to see Xinyun. Two sets of tickets, 800-516-1220. Now, on to some other stories on Wall Street. Hershey's picking up an acquisition. They've reached a deal to acquire the maker of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Now, when you think of Hershey, you think of Willy Wonka and the fat little kid who 
gets chocolate all over his face because he can't stop eating the, the chocolate bar. That's what I think. And, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, sugar, butter. And with chocolate, it's sugar and butter and cocoa. But I don't know if the cocoa is the addictive part. I think it's the sugar and butter. At least I feel that way. So um, they're buying Skinny Pop. So they also have Tyrell Chips and other snack brands, $920 million. So I'm not saying Amplify, who's the company that makes Skinny Pop. Um, knew that they were going to be acquired. But a lot of companies, their business model is to get acquired. I was talking to a guy who works for a shipping company. He makes an app where if you need something shipped from San Carlos to San Francisco, they'll pick it up and deliver it. Now, you know that's kind of important in this economy, right? Um, Just last week, there was a company that was acquired who, guess what they did? They shipped stuff. And Target said, we need stuff shipped. We need to have that daily delivery thing that Amazon has. Um, so that's out there. So throwing that out. Um, Oracle struck a deal to acquire Australia's Econics. Now, Oracle's bought a lot of companies. They used to be a dominant database company, and they still are. But they worked in the real world. They would come and set up the hardware at your place, and it was tough to lose them because you lost everything that came with it. Oracle struck a $1.2 billion deal to buy Australian project management software company. Its latest push take on Amazon and others in cloud computing. Now, cloud computing, if you look at Microsoft as, you know, a company that does the Xbox and a company that does Office and a company that does web services, but fine. But when you start looking at them as a company that does cloud computing services, there's a lot of money in that. So in the past, you'd say, eh, we think it's worth a 15 PE. Then you go, no, so, no, 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 it's worth a 20 PE. Conics offers an online collaboration platform for construction and engineering projects, allowing contractors, project managers, and builders to share documents. With the addition of Conics, Oracle said it would offer a comprehensive cloud-based project management solution for a $14 trillion industry. Merge Mondays. Gotta love them. I'm Rob Black. Got a big event coming up. I'd love to see you there. It's early in January. I know a lot of people take time off, so I'd like to fill this up. It's Palo Alto's Elks Lodge, January 11th, 630 to 8.30. Find me at Rob Black Show. That's Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to sign up for that event. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.